Happy November and happy holidays, everyone. I am so happy that I can, I think I can officially say that now. Happy holidays because we're well into uh, the month of November and Thanksgiving is just a couple of weeks away. Uh, welcome to Evolving with Ben and welcome to episode 15, everyone. I am excited that you found my podcast and if you're looking to be inspired or perhaps you want to help inspire others, you came to the right place. Uh, Evolving with Ben is all about inspiring people. And in these episodes, I share stories from my personal journey. I share how I have overcome many obstacles in life and how I continue to overcome my challenges and also evolve. Uh, Evolving with Ben, for those of you that are joining me for the first time, creates a platform for people to feel inspired and also motivated to share their stories and inspire others. You see, I truly do believe that we all have incredible stories and it's my goal to just inspire you inspire you to continue to evolve but also inspire you to share your stories so that you can help inspire others so anything goes on this podcast any story of inspiration and motivation i welcome it we all need a little inspiration folks and we all need a little motivation especially especially this year everything that's been going on in 2020 so we are officially in the holiday season and getting close to the end of 2020. You know, I'm assuming that many people are relieved and looking forward to the end of 2020. I, for one, am very optimistic for 2021, and I'm hoping that next year is going to be better. It's going to be brighter for everyone, and good things are going to come for us. During this time of the year, I look to do some major self-reflecting. I, I like to start to think about the year and things that have happened, for example, major life events, things that I've accomplished throughout the year. And I also like to start to think about what's next for me. See, every year on New Year's Eve, I write my 12-month self-reflection and also my journey throughout the year. And I typically share it on my social media accounts. And with all that has happened this year, uh, you know, there's a lot for us to think about. There's a lot for us to reflect on uh, as we all prepare for the coming year. So I encourage you, if you don't do this already, do some self-reflecting. You know, what did the year look for you? What did you accomplish this year? Did you perhaps set goals for yourself at the beginning of the year? And if so, did you accomplish those goals? If you didn't, that's okay. Because you can take this as an opportunity to create different milestones, perhaps reset some of those goals that you've had in mind for yourself, uh, and just really think about what has happened and what have you experienced this year. Start to think about what you want to accomplish next year. Will some of these goals carry over into the new year, or are you going to create new goals for yourself? But as you think through, jot some notes down on a notebook so that you can revisit your notes. Um, and as you revisit them, it gives you a chance to, again, self-reflect. And speaking about all that has happened this year, I want to talk about the holidays, particularly what is changing during the holidays this year. It's been a rough year for many people around the world. And I think that um, saying that truly is an understatement. You know, with the pandemic still on the rise, we need to do what's best for us and our loved ones to remain safe and healthy. 
as we get closer to the holidays and with Thanksgiving just around the corner, many families are planning and also readjusting their gatherings and celebrations. We are evolving our celebration methods. So for this episode, I want to share with you some ideas on how to safely celebrate the holidays with your loved ones. Uh, I'm going to share with you how my family and I are going to celebrate with our loved ones this year, uh, but still making sure that we're staying healthy and safe. Of course, the uh, Center for Disease Control have provided everyone with guidelines to say, stay safe and healthy. So check them out. Go on the website and, and see what they have to offer. There's a lot of great tips, uh, suggestions to still celebrate safely and, and ensuring that everyone's healthy. I will say this, though. Whichever way you choose to celebrate, just make sure that it's safe. And as I've said before on previous episodes, this year has <clears throat> forced us to change the way that we live and adapt to a new normal, uh, some which are temporary and some which will probably be long-term or even permanent. Although celebrations may be different this year, it's still important that we connect with our loved ones. So when planning to host a holiday celebration this year, you should really take some time to assess the current uh, COVID-19 levels in your community to help you determine whether you need to postpone, perhaps cancel, or even just limit the number of friends and family that are going to get together. Celebrating virtually or just with members of your own household does have lower risks for uh, spreading the, the virus. So every year, my husband and I host our annual Friendsgiving, and, you know, we really look forward to it. Honestly, that's like the highlight of my year. We bring our closest friends together, and we have a great old time in, in our home. Um, that's one of the many reasons also why we get our house all decked out for the holidays early in November. We, we host a lot of gatherings uh, throughout the month of November and December, and we want to get our house all cozied up and decked out for the holidays so everyone can enjoy as they come through our home and celebrate with us. I've joked with our friends that we weren't going to decorate the house for the holidays because it takes too much work. And I kid you not, they were upset when I, when I made this comment. My, fr my, my best friend Claudia said to me, Ben, it's an expectation that all your trees are up and that your house is ready to go. We look forward to it. Seriously, folks, it's the highlight of our year. Like, it's, it's an event of its own just to celebrate and get the house ready. And as we prepare for the gatherings, you know, it's, it's even an event to do that. During our Friendsgiving gathering, um, you know, when our friends come over, we play games. We listen to music while we catch up. We eat so much food. And we even pick our Secret Santa. That's part of our tradition when, when we do our, our annual Friendsgiving because... Um, you know, we have our annual Christmas party, which we call Friendsmas. And speaking about eating, again, we have a lot of food during our gatherings. I usually make uh, the traditional Thanksgiving dinner uh, menu. I've got turkey and garlic mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. I make my famous baked mac and cheese that everyone loves. And my specialty, spicy sausage and bacon cornbread stuffing. It is so yummy, everyone. I, I'm not even kidding. By the time that the gathering ends, the food is pretty much all gone. I can't tell you how much, though, it fills my heart with so much happiness to see that our best friends enjoy the food and our time together. So with that said, 2020 attempted to stop our annual Friendsgiving from happening this year. 
But you know what? We said, hold on, 2020, not so fast. So yes, we are having our annual Friendsgiving this year, and my husband and I are still hosting. However, we have evolved our gathering into a virtual gathering. That's right, folks, virtual. We are going to meet with our closest friends this year for Friendsgiving via Zoom. And we've got our time. We're meeting at 6 p.m. in the evening. And we're going to kick off the festivities with our annual traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And then we're going to play some virtual games. And we even get to pick our secret Santa in preparation for our annual Friends Mess party that we have in December. So I'm going to let you all into a little secret here. Um, my husband and I are delivering Thanksgiving dinner on the morning of our Friendsgiving gathering to our friends so that they don't have to miss out on our annual dinner. We want to make this just as special as other years. And you know what? I am so excited because I get to prep dinner the day before our virtual friends Friendsgiving party. And we're going to package it all nicely. And then on the day of our gathering in the morning, my husband and I are going to get ready and we're going to head out and we're going to deliver it to their doorsteps. And I'm so excited to surprise them with it. Um, hopefully they won't listen to this episode until after the uh, Friendsgiving gathering. But you know what? Nonetheless, even if they're listening before we get together, surprise, guys. We love you so much and we want to make this special for everyone still. You see, there are many ways to still be close to your loved ones and celebrate this beautiful time of the year. We don't have to stop ourselves from being with those that we love. <clears throat> On Thanksgiving, my husband and our daughters, we tend to visit our family. Uh, we go to my husband's side of the family first, and then we end up with my parents uh, on my end. But this year, we're keeping it safe also, and we're taking that celebration virtual as well. Every year, I make my dad a cinnamon apple cake, which he loves. He looks forward to it every single year. And so this year, because again, we're taking our Thanksgiving uh, dinner gathering with our families virtual, I'm going to deliver my father's cinnamon apple cake to him, and I'm going to leave it on his doorstep. He and my mom have no idea that I'm doing this. Uh, so I guess it's a good thing that he doesn't listen to the podcast, at least not yet. So, um, you know, that's one surprise I do get to keep. My dad looks forward to this apple cinnamon cake every year. It's a, it's a recipe that I kind of created on my own and I've evolved it throughout the years. And um, I don't want him to miss out on it. But I do want to remind you again that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention does have some recommendations. Uh, for us to keep in mind during holiday celebrations. Um, remember that having small gatherings this year, preferably only with the people that are in your household, is probably the safest way to go. Also keep in mind that celebrating virtually, just like I've shared with you, or with members of your own household does possess lower risk of potentially getting sick. Don't forget, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. There are some factors, though, that I do want to share with everyone for us to consider them as we plan our, our holiday gatherings. And you can find these on the CDC website as well. You can just go to the CDC website, the Center for Disease Control website, and you can just look up some information uh, that's going to help you plan your gatherings safely uh, for you and for all of your loved ones. <clears throat> so here's, here's a couple things that I want to share with you all. Family and friends should consider the number of 
and the rate of uh, COVID-19 cases within your communities or within the community where you plan to celebrate when you're considering whether to host or attend a holiday celebration. Now, for more information on the number of cases in, in the specific areas, you can check out that specific area's health department website for more information. Keep in mind that indoor gatherings generally do pose more risk than outdoor gatherings. Uh, indoor gatherings with poor ventilation uh, can lead to more risk than those with good ventilations, uh, such as those with open windows or, or even doors. Of course, depending of, of where you live in, in the world or in the country, this time of the year might not allow you to have an outdoor gathering. I know that's a fact for us here. I, you know, we live in the great state of Illinois and this time of the year is very unpredictable. Although in November we've had some 60s, but we've also had some very, very cold weather. So obviously you gotta be uh, mindful of that. Also, gatherings with more people does also pose more risk than gatherings with fewer people. The size of a holiday gathering should be determined based on the ability to reduce or limit contact between the people that are going to be attending this gathering. Gatherings with attendees who are traveling from different places also pose a higher risk than gatherings with attendees who live in the same area. Um, higher levels of COVID-19 cases and community spread in the gathering location or where attendees are coming from increase the risk of infection and spread among those attending. So please be safe, folks. You know, that's priority number one. It's our safety and our health. A couple more things to consider here is gatherings with attendees who are not adhering to social distancing um, guidelines or wearing masks or washing their hands properly and other prevention behaviors can also pose more risk than gatherings with folks who are engaging in these preventative behaviors. Uh, gatherings with more preventative measures in place such as wearing your masks or following social distancing and washing your hands properly will lead to less risk than gatherings where fewer or no preventative measures are being implemented. So please keep these factors in mind. I'm not going to get tired of saying this. Your health and your safety as, and even those around you, all your loved ones, are important. And we need to keep that in mind in order for us to be able to have a beautiful holiday celebration where everyone is happy, full of joy, love, and, and health above all. Don't be intimidated, though, to evolve your gatherings this year. Take the gatherings virtual. Technology gives us the opportunity to stay connected and close to our loved ones. Get creative on what you do during your virtual party. You can surprise um, deliver goodies to your guests. You can deliver homemade gifts, thank you cards, or even just decorate their front lawn for them. Make it festive. While the holidays may look a little different this year, that doesn't mean that you still can't celebrate with your family and your friends. So I want to share some ideas with you that you can do to make this year special, unique, and also uh, memorable. And these are some of the things that my husband and our friends, our loved ones are going to do this year. Holding a virtual gathering, it's so much more easier than you think. First things first, you want to make a list of your guests, and that's a given. For any gathering, you, you make a list. With so much going on, it's going to be important to let everyone know the plan well in advance. And that's, that way your guests can be prepared, technology can all be figured out, and everything can just go smoothly for everyone. 
Make sure that you pick a virtual platform that's simple for you and your guests and easily accessible for everyone. By now, we've all gotten accustomed to using various meeting platforms, whether it's been with school, right, with remote learning or with friends. Folks have adapted over, over the summer to doing more virtual gatherings or even at work, right? Work, there's a lot more people working remotely. Uh, industries, organizations have um, been utilizing a lot of different technology to meet virtually. Uh, so by now, really, we all should probably be more comfortable than before. One of the most user-friendly platforms probably has to be Zoom, and it's also one of the most familiar one. You can also do a Facebook Live event with your friends and family, but don't forget to send an invite. Even if it's a text message, just make sure that you send an invite so everyone knows where they need to be, at what time, and also, most importantly, how to access the virtual party. So after you think about your virtual event, the date you make your list, the first thing you're probably thinking about is what is everyone going to eat? <laughs> that can actually be an activity uh, in and of itself. For example, you could all pick a name like a Secret Santa style and order food off of Uber Eats or even DoorDash for one another that's attending the virtual party. That way, everyone gets a surprise. You can personally deliver dinner and leave it at your friend's or family's doorstep. That's a nice special touch also, and I'm sure your family or, and your friends will appreciate that so much. You can also play virtual bartender. You can share an ingredient list with your guest. Uh, you can do this in your invite when you send out the invitation, and then you'll do a walkthrough of a drink or a dish that everyone can make together during the virtual party. You guys can prep it together, listen to some music, have some cocktails. That way you are all kind of engaged in the activity from the comfort of your own homes, and you all have the same dinner together. Make it special. Make it fun. Make it unique. Here's another good one. Share what you are thankful for. Say what you're thankful for. Being thankful isn't cheesy or lame. It's actually a very important part of everyday life. So during your virtual holiday gathering, make the time for you and your guests to let each other know what you're thankful for before you begin to dig into dinner or even you dig into the desserts or the drinks start to pour. And speaking of drinks, folks, you can add a twist. See who can come up with the most heartfelt or funniest or even weirdest thing to be thankful for. Um, it's going to get everyone to open up and make it a game, have virtual prices for whoever's got the weirdest or the most funniest or the most heartfelt one. Holiday gatherings is all about sharing memories, making new memories, being thankful, spreading joy, peace, and also love. Just remember to have fun, but be safe. There are also other alternatives to spreading cheer, peace, and love during the holiday season. You can contribute to a charity. You can adopt a family and deliver goods to them. You can also donate non-perishable goods to your local food pantry. You know, some people are choosing to do um, community outreach uh, during the holidays this year instead of get, gathering with, with friends and family, again, just to keep everyone safe. My husband, daughters, and I are donating a tote of goodies to our local food pantry on Thanksgiving morning. That's, you know, we want to do that. We've done similar things like that in previous years, but this year on Thanksgiving morning, uh, specifically, we want to spread some cheer and love. You know, we're not spending time with our family physically this year, but we want to be able to help others in need as well. Um, 
my best friend Vince and his boyfriend Mario a few years ago, they made a ton of care packages and they drove around the city delivering them to the homeless. You guys, it was such a beautiful and selfless thing to do. I was just so amazed and inspired by that act that they did. And um, if I remember correctly, they did it on Thanksgiving morning and their uh, care packages had uh, gift cards in there for McDonald's and, you know, they had gloves and scarves and um, I think they even had uh, tissues and other snacks and goodies in these baggies and they literally drove around the city on Thanksgiving morning just giving these bags out to the homeless. You can do wonderful things like these to help brighten somebody else's day and holiday season. This year has impacted so many people in so many ways. And the fact that some of us are choosing to stay home and not visit family doesn't have to put a damper in our season. We can make a difference. We can make the holiday special for each other and others who have been tragically impacted by 2020. We all can inspire others and make it special. This year might look a little different, but if you plan ahead and make a consideration or two, things will be just as seamless and potentially more fun than ever before. Don't let the many obstacles of this year get in the way of being with your loved ones or spreading cheer, love, and peace to others. Let me know how you evolve your holiday gatherings this year. I want to collect stories from you around your family holiday traditions. I want to showcase your traditions around this time of the year. And I would love, 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 love to highlight the incredible ways people from around the world are celebrating the holidays this year and how they're evolving their traditions. So please send me your stories. You can reach me via email at evolvingwithben at gmail.com and also on social media, Facebook and Instagram at evolvingwithben. And lastly, folks, don't forget to share this podcast and leave me a rating and a comment on your podcast platform. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And thank you so much for all of your support. Please be safe, everyone. I will see you soon and have a great and happy holiday season.